It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of Locked on Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Um, Today's episode brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, let's get to it. We're going to hear from head coach Ron Rivera from Monday afternoon at FedEx Field. Uh, as well, we will hear a little bit from Chase Young as well. Plus, we have a little recap from the practice at FedEx Field on Monday that I was able to attend. And as well, another round and another new episode in the Dan Snyder Washington football team workplace environment investigation. And let's start with that uh, and we'll get you the, the headlines and we'll get you a little bit of detail, but we're going to have to uh, probably go more into this on the next episode just because of time and trying to get everything uh, to you guys. We're going to have a very busy week, uh, as we'll hear from offensive coordinator Scott Turner, defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio later on in the week as the Washington football team switches into regular season mode to prepare for uh, less than two weeks now for the season opener against the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, let's get to it. So on Monday evening, we found out that the NFL was taking over the workplace investigation of Dan Snyder and the Washington football team. As we mentioned last week, I didn't think the NFL, when a lot of people were criticizing them, I didn't think that the NFL was being reckless. I thought it was a very strongly worded statement. I thought it was a verbal tongue lashing. I think they made it very clear that they didn't just suggest that they hire Beth Wilkinson to investigate the Washington football team and the workplace environment. I think they made it very clear in their statement last week, the NFL and Roger Goodell, that they basically ordered, if not completely ordered, Beth Wilkinson to be hired. And basically, I took that to mean as, yeah, we're not running this investigation because of A, money, uh, Dan Snyder, you pay for it, uh, out of your pocket, we're not paying for this. Uh, On top of that, we're not paying for this, and we're not running it because we don't want, we don't want to get criticized and hammered if people don't like what she finds. We'd rather the Washington football team get that criticism. We'd rather them pay for it. Remember, you know, Deflategate, the NFL ran that investigation, and they got hammered, and rightfully so. And the Ray Rice situation, they, they didn't want necessarily to run this. But when lawyers for the cheerleaders, lawyers for the ex-employees, 
the criticism of the media, when that all comes down, it puts the NFL, no matter what they're trying to do, in a no-win situation. So they agree to take over this. Now, the irony here and the weird part about this is Dan Snyder came out with another small statement and said basically, oh, no, 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 this isn't the NFL taking over on their own because they're not happy. This is an idea that Tanya Snyder and I had for the NFL to take over. Well, if this was the idea from the start, why didn't you do it from the start? All of a sudden you thought, hmm, this is a good idea for the NFL to take over? So I don't quite get that. Dan said it in a statement in part, quote, so that the results are thorough, completely uh, complete and trusted by the fans, the players, our employees and the public. End quote. Yeah, that makes sense. There's no doubt about it. But A, when did we completely trust the NFL? Number one. Number two, why wasn't this, again, the thought process three weeks ago or two weeks ago or a week ago? Why is this just the thought process now? Unless so many things have changed behind the scenes between the attorneys, the second, obviously, Washington Post article, which, again, they all knew was coming. The attorneys going to the NFL and going around Dan Snyder, basically, because they knew Dan Snyder wouldn't do anything and because they were worried that people wouldn't be willing to to talk more um, because they feared retribution. I mean, this seems like this seems like on the surface, a good thing for Dan and Tanya Snyder to do. And maybe I'm being unfair to them. I'm not saying I know for a fact that this is not their idea. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is it doesn't make sense why all of a sudden they think it's a good idea for the NFL to take over when they didn't a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. That's what I'm saying. Clearly, there has been an adjustment in thought, and that's fine. That happens. That's what life is all about. But it just doesn't make sense that we have to all of a sudden take this on the surface, that this is completely... Dan and Tanya Snyder thinking this is the right thing to do. That's what doesn't make sense. That's what doesn't add up. Why this wasn't the thought process before. That being said, it is what it is. And the NFL will now oversee the investigation. I hope that everything turns out the way that everybody wants it to. But I mean, it's hard to see that. Here's the bottom line. What I expect to happen when this is all over, however it gets done, whenever it gets done, and it could be a month from now, it could be uh, three months from now, it could be a week from now. I I do expect Dan Snyder to be heavily, 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 heavily fined. I mean, we are talking about, you know, we could be talking $5 million, somewhere in that range. But then also on top of that, if you're the NFL and you're now supposedly running this investigation when you haven't been supposedly before, how do you run this investigation and 
walk away with very little in terms of documented stuff that has happened and also not suspend Dan Snyder. I mean, people are are thinking, well, we can force him to sell or we can find some sort of smoking gun to throw him in jail. There's another way you can get around this. You can suspend Dan Snyder for the entire 2020 season, the remains of the 2020 season. You can suspend Dan Snyder for an entire year, a calendar year, six months, nine months, whatever you want to do, a month, whatever you want to do. You can suspend the owner of a franchise. I don't know of any bylaw that prevents that. Do that. If you don't do that, if you don't at least do that, at least then this investigation is going to be viewed as having no teeth, period. Coming up, head coach Ron Rivera, after the practice at FedEx Field, will sprinkle in a couple of news, notes, and observations. And as well, we'll hear a little bit from Chase Young. And also throughout the week, we'll hear from quarterback Dwayne Haskins. Again, offensive coordinator Scott Turner, defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio, I believe special teams coordinator Nate Katzer. We've got it all covered for you right here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. All right, guys, once again, it is Chris Russell with you for our friends at Rock Auto. There's only one place you need to go, and that is rockauto.com. That's right. For your parts, for your car or truck, rockauto.com. I've been telling you that I have a new vehicle, right? But when I need something for that car, whether it be windshield wipers, whether it be uh, a new, you know, throw rug or whatever it might be, uh, because you spill coffee on it or spill, or the kids spill something uh, on it and you want to kind of spruce it up a little bit, you go to rockauto.com. Why? Because that's the only place you should consider going for your auto parts, Again, whether it be small or big, whether it be um, a, a major part, you know, you need a new fuel pump, whatever it might be, don't trust that the mechanic is going to have your best interests in mind. Don't trust that the auto parts superstar is going to have your best interests in mind. I'm telling you, go to rockauto.com. They have your best interests in mind because they treat everybody the same. There is no favoritism. There is no bias, and there is no major overhead that they are going to pass on to you. One place, and one place only, rockauto.com. And when you go to rockauto.com, get the parts for your car or truck, tell them that Locked On sent you in their How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, reliably low prices, all the parts for your car or truck that you'll ever need, rockauto.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. 
All right, we're back right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. So Monday we were at FedEx Field for practice and really going through game operations and making sure that the players kind of knew what it felt like to operate with piped-in crowd noise in front of a 75,000-ish seat stadium with no fans. But the music, the bells, the whistles, and... Again, there's a different depth perception. There's a different deal when you're trying to listen to the noise. They had to work out sideline communications. It's always been a problem at FedEx Field for the home team, for the road team. They had some issues uh, that you'll hear about in here in just a second. Overall, I thought it was a good practice. Uh, I thought Dwayne Haskins, outside of one bad mistake, looked pretty good. Um, You're going to hear from Ron Rivera on what he liked about the practice, the crowd noise, the being in the building, Dwayne Haskins moving forward, and everything that you need to know as a Washington football fan right here, right now, here is head coach Ron Rivera. Throughout this offseason, is your team being so versatile? Have you have you seen that versatility kind of come to fruition, and how can it help you in 2020? Well, we're still seeing it. You know, we, we're still working with some guys playing multiple positions. And, and, and I think the, the thing that, that helps is it helps improve your depth is what it really does. What happens is when you have a guy that can play, you know, offensive line, let's say center guard, you know, now you've got a guy that can swing either position. Um, and if something happens in a crunch and, and let's say, you know, on your game day activations, you only go with seven offensive linemen. You know, now you have an opportunity to have a guy that can, can, can help you in two spots. That's, that's the versatility you look for. Uh, running back's another instance. Again, a guy that can not just play running back. Um, he can go out into the slot. He can go out into as, 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 a, as a wide out. Um, that gives you some versatility in terms of play calling. Uh, defensively, you know, you have, a, you have a safety that can play down in the box. You have a safety that can play in the post. That says something special because, again, now what are my calls going to be? That, that has now be part of their thinking is, you know, when do we use this guy? You know, or do they try to create matchups and you have a guy that has cover skills? Um, as, as well as being a, a good post safety. So you want that type of versatility in terms of a player's skill set. And when it comes to kind of stadium work like this, this will really be your only chance to do so. And I know you can't get any more, but do you feel like you at least kind of nailed things with coaches up in the box and communication, all those things? I hope so. Um, that's, that's why we came here to do this. We, we wanted to give our guys a chance to see what it was like communicating. We did have a little bit of a hiccup early on in the first two, part, portion of the two-minute little communication between Scott and um, and uh, and Dwayne, but uh, they seemed to get that worked out pretty well. So that was good to see. Um, and again, it, it was important for our players to come down and get a feel for our stadium. Thanks. Ron, uh, just following up on the stadium experience thing, do you, do you feel, and I know it's hard, just one practice, that the pumped-in crowd noise either provided a, a, a benefit or maybe it wasn't enough or something has to be adjusted for September 13th? Oh, I'd love to be able to play the noise real loud when they're on offense um, and lower it when we're on deep on offense, um, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I don't think there's really any benefit either way uh, or, or, or detriment. It, it just it was at a good level. You could hear the communication all the way across the field. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's going to be the same for both teams, and, and, and so we'll just go with it. Ron, you've talked about mix, mixing and matching a lot of your personnel just to see what you kind of have. I wonder, uh, obviously, having the stadium practice today, where you feel like your linebacking group is at in terms of who's separating themselves. Well, we have a good group. We really do. It's, you know, and, and, and I like the, the number of guys we have. Um, again, we, we've got some tough decisions to make. 
uh, as, to, to as to who's going to be starters, who's going to be backups, who's the guys that we're going to roll in and out, that type of stuff. So we'll see. You know, we still got uh, you know a good week and a half before you know things get uh, get ready to roll. Um, but we, we, like I said, we do like the position. One of the things we heard last year, one of the knocks we heard last year on John Bostic was was his coverage, and, and he's been working on that a lot this training camp. I wonder how you've seen him develop in that area. Well, I think John's done a nice job. He really has. Smart football player, understands the game. Um, I really don't see the, um, the the deficiency in terms of coverage. Um, a lot of it has to do with matchups and, 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 and what he ends up on. I mean, you know, the thing that you try to do as a signal caller is to make sure you're putting your guys in position to have success. The last thing you want to do is put them in a bad coverage. So, um, you know, again, that's one of the things I know that, you know, Jack is very aware of. And, uh, and you know, as, as he calls the games, he'll call it accordingly. Thank you. Hey, Ron, how would you sum up Dwayne Haskins' camp? I mean, this, I guess this, for you guys, will continue a little bit, but for us, this last, we'll see over two weeks. So how would you sum up his last couple weeks in camp? Growth. I, I think he's, he's growing. He's learning. He's developing. You know, um, it, it, this, this year, you know, obviously, as a team, we're, we're at a handicap. Um, but for a quarterback, you know, the, the, the guy that really has to learn, um, this has been tough. And I thought he's handled it very well. I think, you know, he's gotten a lot of, Good work in. He's worked well with uh, with Kenny Zampezi and, and and the other quarterbacks, and and you see the growth. You you really do. And and, and again, we still have a ways to go, but you, you, it's promising. And, and that's probably the best thing you can say about it too is that he's showing those moments that, you know, that that really tells you to learning. And, and he learned, you know, even from that last play on on the two minute drill. You know, he got greedy. He he saw cover two. He saw the corner sitting there, you know, and then he tried to throw the ball from the far left side all the way to the far right side. And it's a lesson that he learned, you know, and he and I talked about it. And we talked about, you know, what happened. If you're going to throw that ball, you got to throw it to a certain part of the field. You can't throw it where you throw it. And, you know, obviously um, he's been taking all the work with the ones and all that. Have you – at what point do you just officially say he's our guy for the, for the opener against Philly? Uh, the, the 13th, right? That's the opener. <laughs> there you go. JP wanted me to ask that. Thank you. <laughs> right under the bus. <laughs> hey Ron, um, I'm looking at Isaiah Raid. I saw him make the catch on the sideline. Um, I believe when Kyle Allen was the quarterback, and he's one of those guys that I think of when you talk about someone who can offer something on special teams. I saw him do a lot of work with the twos. What was your impression of him, his camp? I thought he's done a nice job. I mean, he's he's again. We've got a lot of young guys that could have truly benefited from being able to be in OTAs and minicamp. So we're just starting to see that he's starting to understand. He's starting to get it. You know, there's a lot to learn in what we do. And so he's learning that as well. And as he gets more and more comfortable, he starts to play faster and faster. Um, you know, this is a high volume offense in terms of, you know, uh, of, of responsibilities. And, and, and we put a lot on the players to understand. Um, and he's done a nice job. He's handled it well. He's got a ways to go. Um, he's not quite ready for prime time, uh, at least not yet. But he's shown that he has some skill sets, and, and you see the flashes. Um, for a guy like Thomas Davis, I saw him leave out after a little bit of individual drills. Is this mm -hmm. just like the standard precautionary stuff that you guys have been doing with players, or is it yes. something more with, deep? With the field, with the field the way it was, you, you don't want to get a guy out there that, you know, and have something slip or, or twist or turn. So, you know, we took him in and, and, and let him, you know, get off his feet, ice him down, and, you know, just to get him ready for as we go forward. Thank you, Ron. All right. Ron, having gone through the full camp technically now, um, where do you think stand with Alex Smith? Do you expect him to be on the active roster? Well, you know, we like what Alex has been doing. We, we like the growth we've seen. And as we uh, progress with, uh, with about a week to go before we, we start really gearing up for the opener, um, you know, we'll continue to work with him.
do you expect them to participate in live contact drills before uh, Saturday? Well, we don't necessarily do the live contact, and, and he got a, he got a uh, good series in today with the 11-on-11 football. Hey, Ron, I was just curious about yesterday's practice. When you had a chance to uh, take a look at the film, what you, what you see? Yes. Well, you know, I think we got out of it what we were looking for in terms of the specialty participation. That was probably one of the big things that we really did it for was to be able to judge, you know, where our guys are. Um, very pleased with, with what we got. We had a number of veteran guys that, that guys that, that will play a good amount, you know, on, on offense or defense show up and did, did some really good things, you know. Um, I think, um, you know, John Bostic was one, one veteran name to mention as is Jeremy Sprinkles. I mean, two guys that, you know, are part of the core of what we do as a football team. Well, they both played special teams. and They played it very well yesterday. I was very pleased with that. And then some of our young guys really stood out, really went out and did the things that you, you hope they would. You know, Antonio Gibson did, 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 did yeoman's work out there, and, and that was pleasing to see. You know, um, James was another one. He, he, he came out, did some nice things, showed us, you know, that he's going to go out and hustle and, you know, give you great effort. Uh, Cameron Cam, uh, 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 Cam Curl did a nice job. Um, you know, and, and when young guys that, that are learning to understand go out and do those types of things and do the things that, you know, they need to show you, you know, that they want to be part of it, um, that's important. And, uh, and, and we had a number of those guys step up. And I know you haven't really been in the area for very long, but uh, John Thompson passed away today. I was wondering if you had oh, yeah. thoughts on that. You know, he was one of the iconic coaches in this league, and, you know, and, 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 and his stance on, on education, the way he pushed his, his players to get their education, not just be great basketball uh, players and, and great basketball teams, but he wanted to make sure that those guys graduated. And that was something I, 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 I truly appreciated because to him, it was more than just about the game. It was, it was about developing the whole young man. And, and, and he's you know, an iconic man, and it was, it was sad to see today. Hey, Ron, I was just wondering for you, what was it like walking in this stadium and turning to the home side? It was kind of, you know, I did think about that too when I walked over to the home bench and I thought, you know what, this is home. So I was pretty excited about it. It really is. It's, I'm telling you, it, you know, my memories of, of, of playing at old RFK and then coming in here and coach, coaching and, and, and I'd love to be able to, you know, restore that because uh, because the fan base here is just it's something else. It's a special group of people. We got to give them a reason to come and cheer. We'll take three more. Um, if we can go back to Dwayne for a second, you mentioned that last play. He's capable of doing so much on the run and, you know, mm -hmm. improvising. How do you encourage that and discourage what, you know, that, that well, end result there? What, what we talked about was the situation, okay? He still had a timeout left. He had the whole field open to him, okay? There's nothing wrong. I told him, you know, at that point, there's nothing wrong with, 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 with putting something in the middle because if we catch it there, we can call timeout. Uh, there's nothing wrong with throwing the ball away. The last, the, the two things we can't do is turn the ball over and take a sack. And that was really pretty much the explanation. I mean, a veteran corner baited him into a mistake. And that's really what happened. And I said, hey, if you are going to throw that, you got to make sure, you know, and he said it. He said, coach, I got to put the ball a little bit over here away from him. And he understood his mistake. But, and like I said, that's, that's where you start seeing the growth in him. Appreciate it. Okay. Hey, Ron, as cuts are starting to happen around the league, how active do you think you guys will be monitoring the waiver wire to maybe fill out your 53? I think it's all going to just depend on who's out there more so than anything else. I mean, we, we, we got a number of guys that we do like, and, and we've, we've kind of gone started going through the roster, um, and we'll go through it again tomorrow, and we'll go through it again the next day. And we're going to try and be very efficient in, in terms of deciding where we are. Um, but there are a number of positions that we do like our guys, but you, you have to see you know, who pops out and who pops available. What are some of the positions that might be of the of most interest for you? 
I think they're all of interest, um, you know, and, and, and quite honestly, I'm, I don't want to say because I don't want anybody thinking of, you know, what we could potentially do. I had to try one. That's a nice keep our thing going. You, you yeah. seem to do that, too. You a little shock here, a little on there. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. All right. Last one, guys. I guess I don't know if Wino is here. Um, if he's not, I'll go. Um, hey, Coach Heather McDonough, NBC4. Um, to kind of piggyback off what Ben was asking you about being at the stadium and, and being on the home side. I mean, Bank of America Stadium as a head coach is all you, you've known. So were there any like certain things that were like you went the, the wrong way or uh, did you see your wife up there? She was waving to you. Oh, yeah. Stephanie was waving. <laughs> well, um, you know, that's something we've done since the day I played. You know, I, I always acknowledge her because, you know, I told people I didn't get to where I am just by myself. And, and I just wanted to make sure she knows that I appreciate her. All right, once again, that is head coach Ron Rivera right here on the Washington football team uh, podcast. My thanks to WashingtonFootball.com for making that available uh, to us. When we close out the shop and the show, we will hear just a brief, brief, brief taste of Chase Young, and then you'll get the rest of that as we move forward throughout the week. Chase Young on his debut at FedEx Field that nobody got to see in person, except for me. How lucky. And the rest of the reporters and his teammates and his coaches. Chase Young, next. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so Chase Young made his FedEx field debut on Monday in a light rain. And again, no fans able to see it, but we were there and we were able to see it. He didn't stand out like he has a couple of times in practice, if we're being honest, but it was just a shells and helmet type of practice. Yet 12 miles from where he grew up, Chase Young playing NFL football, not for real, but NFL football for the first time at FedEx Field. Here's a taste. Chase, just uh, what was it like to first time being out there on that field? Uh, it felt good, man, um, just knowing, um, you know, I think I'm about 12 minutes away from my house. So uh, it feels good that, um, you know, I can just come back and play, um, you know, where I'm from. It just, it just felt good, man. Um, long time coming. All right, and that's just a small little sample of Chase Young. You will hear the rest of him, plus Dwayne Haskins, on the next episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Thanks for being with us. I'm Chris Russell. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.